Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to season two of Cambridge Islamic College's podcast, the Tafsir of Surah Kaf. How can we prefer the afterlife over this life? How can we prefer faith over materialism? Sheikh Akram's Tafsir of Surah Al-Kaf explores this in the light of the Quran, the challenging issues of the modern times, and what guidance we can get from this surah to find a solution. <laughs> ولا يعرف لابن السبيل حقه شر القرى التي لا يضاف الضيف فيها ولا يعرف لابن السبيل حقه The worst town is the town where the guests are not hosted and where people don't know any right for the travelers that is the worst town so no doubt the people should understand it you know when somebody comes you should understand travelers properly. But you know, in our time, there are so many people who are after trick and you know, so many people who are cheaters to be aware of that. It is not that anybody comes in the name of traveler and you start hosting him. You, you know, believers should be careful in the, in the life. You know, this is very important to understand. You should be generous, but also you should understand who you are, who you are hosting. So sometimes you don't need to bring the people to your home. Maybe sometimes just you just give some money or something and they can you know, find their own way. Because sometimes people can be something harmful to you. You don't know this matter. So certainly in Islam, travelers have a right upon you. But you are not allowed to harm yourself. So whenever a traveler comes, you know, test him, examine him properly, find out about him. Because some people are just bigger. They are not travelers. They just want to make money. They just want to take your money. It is their, their, their job. They are their profession. So don't trust in, in these people. So until when they came to the people of the town, they asked the people food. But the people refused to host them. Then both of them found in the town a wall. You read Qadda. In Qadda means when something is very quickly to fall. Just to fall away. So they found in that a wall which was about to fall down. Very, very quickly. Very near to fall down. فَأَقَامَ Then Khadir made the wall straight. But again, it's not a magic. People think that he put his hand and the wall becomes straight. No. He did labor. He did work. He spent his time. You know, in that. He, means, you know, he, he knew how to do the job. So he must have worked very hard how to make the wall straight. Not that he just put his hand and some magic happened and the wall becomes straight. That's not a meaning. Aqama does not mean it happened just you know, by, by words or by magic. It was simple meaning is that Khadr al Islam, he worked hard, he did you know, he, he work in labor and then he made the wall straight. Musa said on that if you wanted, you would have taken some money for that, some reward for that, some ajr. This one is easy thing. You know, Musa alayhi salam, you know, could not do sabr on the, you know, last two things. What can you imagine? You know, that was, you know, you know when, you know, somebody made a hole in, in, in a boat, so you have asked question. If somebody kills someone, you can ask. But last one is so easy that, you know, Musa, loves, you know, this thing, Musa alayhi salam should not ask because this is so easy anyway. You know, it is a kindness. Here, you should not have asked the question. But, uh, though this actually keep in mind, inshallah, all these things I'll explain later on. So, so Mona Farai said, Akhrul imtihan kana sahalan. 
فائد لم يصبر على امر الحين بعد یا بعد تنبیہیں استحق الفراق تو مولا فرائی سر کا لاسٹ ایزی لاسٹ میٹر ویری ایزی سنس موسا علیہ السلام کو ڈاڈو صبر آن ایزی میٹر آن آفٹر ٹو تنبی یہ الرٹڈ بائی خادر ٹوائس بٹ ناؤ ایزی میٹر کا سیڈ کرنا ڈو صبر استحق الفراق ناؤ ٹائم ہیز کم فار ٹو بی سپریٹڈ پارٹیشن ٹو بی پارٹڈ So this is very important. He said, if you want it, you could have taken some reward. Then Khadir said, this now is separation between me and you. I mean, you know, because, you know, you yourself have said. So, okay, let me just say that. One thing I, I, I understand really is that, you know, It is not that Khadr al-Islam only left Musa al-Islam at this point because Musa al-Islam could not do sabr. It also here is important to understand that, you know, for the, in the purpose for which Musa came to, to Khadr to learn from him the wisdom, you know, that wisdom he had learned enough anyway. Allah subhanahu wanted to teach him that wisdom. Allah subhanahu did not send Musa al-Islam to stay with Khadr for all life. He only came to him to learn something. So these three examples, they were enough to teach him. تو بیسکلی لاسٹ ایگزام لاسٹ ٹیسٹ واز ناٹ ریئلی دیٹ یو نو بیکاز موسا کو ناٹ ڈو صبر ہی دی لاسٹ ٹیسٹ آلسو واز ویری کلیئر دیٹ یو نو ایوری سنگل تھنگ دیٹ خادر ہیز ٹو ٹیچ ہم اٹ ناؤ کمپلیٹ فنش تو ناؤ دیٹ وائز اے ٹائم آف دا یو نو سپریشن ہیز کم سو کیپ یو دو موسا سام ناٹ ڈو صبر ناؤ ان دس ٹیسٹ دیر آر فیو تھنگس ون تھنگ از You know, in this surah has come before, Al-Malu wal-Banuna zinatul hayati dunya. Wealth and the children, they are adornment of worldly life. You know, the verse number 46. Al-Malu wal-Banuna zinatul hayati dunya. The wealth and the, and the children, they are the adornment of worldly life. And the Quran says, Wal-Baqiyatul salihatu khairun عند ربك ثرابا و خيرن عملا. But the good deeds which remain, that is better. So how many things are mentioned? Three things. Wealth is a fitna, wealth is a problem, zina, and the children. And then what actually remains is good deeds that people do, that what? Going to remain to the people. And then also the Quran has said before that, هُنَالِكَ الْوَلَايَةُ لِلَّهِ الْحَقِّ Walaya and support from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is the one. helps people so now look in this matter you can see very clearly that in this story what we have been mentioned with the cuff in the beginning now in this story all things have been uh, 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 you know shown to the people so in safina the boat when the boat was damaged that was a problem in the wealth the property so the problem happened in the wealth so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sometimes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that in our wala nabdu wallakum bishayim al khawf wal ju'ah اللہ 
Once something adornment, Allah SWT will test you. Because that's why I say, the Yabal Wakum Ayyukum Asana Amalat, in adornments, is going to test. So the Safina, uh, when Allah SWT, when Khadir damaged and made a hole in the boat, that was a musibah and that was a problem in the world. Killing the boy, that was the musibah in the children, problem in the children, in the family. So two problems happen, one in the property and in the family. The last one to make the world straight, that was, you know, Allah, example of Allah the mercy upon the wronged people. Somebody, Allah SWT, how did it? And that actually is that in the Quran, it says, وَالْبَاقِيَةُ الصَّالِحَاتُ خَيْرٌ عِنْدَ رَبِّكَ ثَوَابًا وَخَيْرٌ خَيْرٌ أَمَرًا Because the father of these two orphans, he was salih. He was the righteous person. Allah SWT said, وَالْبَاقِيَةُ الصَّالِحَاتُ خَيْرٌ when people do righteous action, that actually result is good. So the last example was to tell actually about al-baqiyatul salihat and also about walayah Allah. That Allah SWT is a helper and he is a supporter of the people. So now Khadir said, This is separation between me and between you. <coughs> In this one, he said, in this one also evidence, proof that students should listen to their teacher and obey him. And they should not insist. So when Khadr said to Musa now this is separation. You should leave. So Musa did not insist. No, one more charge. He did not insist. So that very good learning that you know when people, students must listen to the teacher and you know and and and, and, and the Imam and, and the leader and should not insist. Insisting really is sign of having no patience. Similarly, children, when you ask your parents something, so if they say something, listen, don't keep insisting. That is bad sign in the child. So if you see in your child that you said something, for example, your child, I want to buy something, and he said, no, it is not good for you. Then he keeps insisting again, again. Then you should understand it's not a good sign. You have to teach him properly from one example to other example, third example, that once it is said, once no, then don't insist. In assisting the bad manner, they have learned properly. You know, you can give him more, some more uh, prize, you have to encourage them, but this understands properly. In assisting on any matter is actually a sign of not having patience. And if you make a child to grow like that, he will think that by insisting, he gets whatever he wants. So, for example, if your child asks you something and he cries, don't give, because he will think by crying, he can get whatever he likes. So, it becomes like always his habit. He should learn the nobility. Nobility is obedience. Nobility always what? Obedience. The child should learn if my parent or my elders, they some, say something, I must listen to them. That is what we I need to learn. It is not that I get what I desire. To insist on what you want, 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 want desire, that is not, not, not nice. People have to train this thing. Is it clear? So this is very important to understand. These are important points from the story of Musa al-Khadir. In this also, there is evidence that the teacher, he is allowed to ask the student to leave him. If he thinks really that he cannot do, you know, he cannot learn more, he can ask him to leave him. And there's no, nothing wrong with that. He'll not get a sin. If the teacher teachers think really that this student cannot learn properly, and maybe he goes to someone else and can learn proper, you know, more, and from me, he cannot learn, then he can ask him, you know, leave me. And people in the past used to say, 
to the students that you know you can go and learn from several say you can't learn from me because there's some you know because in the way your nature is it does not meet with me there's something you know, some problem you can go some to someone else maybe you can benefit from there but not from me that also should happen you know it is allowed though generally in our time when actually knowledge has become you know very rare especially islamic knowledge and people don't have proper manner to in our time you know we are you know the teachers are advised to have more and more patience because people don't have manner they have come to learn from your manner if you leave people because they don't have proper manner who is going to learn so now the teachers have to show more and more patience more and more sabr that why there are many many teachers have i've seen in madrasa you know some of my teachers the students used to discuss and argue so much with the teacher and with their language with very very bad but still the teachers you know accepted them and tolerated them and then they should become eternal good so i could learn from that because they want people not to be deprived of the benefit they could ask them to leave but you know they they want to, to teach them properly though actually this is they allowed the teachers are allowed that if they see the students have not have good manner they can ask them to leave but if they sacrifice and you know be more patient that's a better especially in our time سَأُنَبِّئُكَ بِتَأْوِيلِ مَا لَمْ تَسْتَطِعْ عَلَيْهِ الصَّبْرًا Now Khadir has said in the beginning that you know, don't ask me about anything حَتَّى أُحْدِثَ لَكَ مِنَ ذِكْرًا until I you know, revisit the whole thing again. Now he's coming. He's, he makes promise and he's doing the promise properly. So he said, now you're going to leave me but I will, soon I will tell you the ta'weel, the interpretation you know, of what you did not do sabr upon. That actually what ta'wil means. Ta'wil means always in the beginning with external reference, not the meaning. The meaning of the sentence was very clear, but where they refer to? So this reference is called ta'wil. So like for example, in the Quran it comes, yad of Allah, hand of Allah, or it comes wajh of Allah, face of Allah. These words keep coming in the Quran. So we know the words and we know the meaning, but we don't know what they refer to, reference. They're called ta'wil. Ta'wil, you are not, need, don't need to know Ta'wil for this matter. Allah will tell you Ta'wil, maybe you don't, never know Ta'wil. There are some, some things, in, there are Ta'wil only can be known when you die. You cannot know before that. So try to understand properly. So Allah SWT attributes, you know, you don't need to know Ta'wil. You just only need to know the meaning. Once you know the meaning, that's enough for you. You don't need actually what Waj means, you know, how to, Allah's Waj is, what Allah's face is, what Allah's hand is. You don't need to know those things. Because no, we never can know anyway. So the best thing is to know the meaning and to, 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 to be patient, uh, uh, to suffice with that. So now the Khadir is saying that, you know, I'll tell you the meaning of or external reference of what you could not do sabr. Now start from the beginning. أَمَّا السَّفِينَةُ فَكَانَتْ لِمَسَاكِينَ يَعْمَلُونَ فِي الْبَحْرِ As for the boat, it was owned by, by some poor people. It was, you know, it was, it was property of some poor people. Ya Amaluna Bahar, who work in the sea. You know, there was their provision, they used to earn money, they used to make money, they used to make a living from where? From sea. Then by boat. So I wanted to damage it. فَأَرَدْتُ أَنْعِيبَهَا وَكَانَ وَرَاءَهُمْ مَلَيْكٌ يَأْخُذُ كُلَّ سَفِينَةٍ And Behind them, there was a king who used to take every boat by force, seize every boat by force. Force. Now, in this one, there are few things we have to learn. First thing is, Khadir Al-Islam said, I wanted to damage it. 
and soon it will come that Khadir said, I never did anything from my own command. I did everything because of Allah's, Allah's command. And sometimes Khadir said, Arad Arabuka. So why Khadir said, Arad to? I wanted. I wanted to damage it. Reason is because I am damaging is not a good thing. It is something bad. So Khadir does not want to relate something bad to Allah. It is the right manner. Really. Though Allah is the doer. Allah is the one who commanded to do this. Khadir does not know anything. Allah commands to do. But when Khadir is doing this thing with the command of Allah, he did not relate to Allah. He related it to himself. Because here the word has come ayib. When the word ayib comes, it is actually it is bad word. It is not good. So something bad, don't relate to Allah. Learn your life properly. That whenever you say something, if it is something good, then relate to Allah. When something is bad or something evil, something harmful, though Allah is the one who does the good and the bad both, but you don't relate the bad to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So now nice matter from the Khadir. He said, Fa'aratu an aibaha. Now the question is that Fa'aratu an aibaha, why has come here? This sentence should be after the next sentence. Because he says, I, I wanted to damage it. And be, but behind them, there was a king who used to take every boat by, or seize every boat by force. So why, why, why he wanted to damage damage because of that to why Khadr put this in between think properly you know so Quran says as for the boat it was property of some poor people who work in the sea then I wanted to damage it and behind them there was a king who used to seize every boat by force so that why why he damaged the, damaged the boat because of the king so then damaging the boat should come at the end of the sentence. That there was a king who used to take every, uh, every boat by, 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 by force. So that why damage it. But Khadir al-Islam has put the sentence in between. The reason is because if Khadir al-Islam put the sentence for at the end, then meaning will be that he only damages because of the king. He damaged the boat because there is a king who can take the, you know, take the uh, boat uh, by force. That was the meaning. And that is not what Khadir is doing. Khadir basically is considering the interests of the poor people. These poor people, they are poor people, they are pious people, they are good people. And Khadir wants to help them. So this is the reason basically why he wants to help them. And help them against the harm of the king. So that why it was more appropriate to bring Fa'arat on Aibaha after the masakin to become connection Allah here wanted to help the poor people is it clear the real purpose of Khadir's damage basically is to help the poor people to against the harm if, if the sentence has come after the after the king king sentence then the meaning would have been he only did damage because of the king it's not, not a reason you know had, had the boat been owned by somebody very rich and who himself is a wrongdoer, then Khadir would not have done this. Khadir would not have done. Khadir only did this because to save and to protect the poor people. Because they are good people and they are nice people and they have generous and they are clear, they, they did good to the Khadir Islam. So that's why he did. This is the reason that why the sentence has come in the between. That's why, you know. Uh, the Maksari said, this in Arabic language, he said, Zaydun Ghani Muqeemun. You say Zaydun Ghani Muqeemun. Zayd 
I think is staying. So you bring I think in the between. So similarly, Khadir has brought the sentence Fa'aratun Aibaha between the two sentences. So then the connection of the Fa'aratun Aibaha with both sentences become very clear. If he puts after the last sentence, it will be only connected with the last sentence. When he put in the between, the connection between both of them becomes very, very clear. Is it clear? Like other sentences, for example, when the next one is coming, then Khadir does not do like that. Then order is different. But here the order is different. Here order is Farah Tonai Baha comes in between two things. So the reason of his damaging the boat is not because there is king. There are two reasons this you can say. Reason is because there is king and also reason is because the boat is owned by the poor people who are good people and Khadir want to help them and what to protect them. In this thing, also there is a lesson for one another thing that if you live in a time when somebody tyrant and do wrong, so much injustice and you have no way to fight the tyrant person, wrongdoer person, it still it is obligatory upon you to help the wronged people. Either much you can do, not basically challenging the wrongdoer, not because you cannot fight him. So for example, any time, wherever you live, if you there is a wrongdoer, or unjust king, a tyrant person, and you don't have to, you don't have you know power to fight him. It's still the people who are wronged, it is obligatory upon you to help them. In, in any way, in a way you help them that nobody can harm you. Is it clear? Anywhere you live, for example, you, know, you're in a, you live in a certain regime where the you know the, the government is very, very, you know, very, very cruel and very uh, you know a lot of wrongdoing, and people are you know suffering so much, it's still it is obligatory upon you, you cannot fight the regime, you cannot fight the government. It is still obligatory upon you to help the people who are who are affected by the by by the injustice. Sometimes by donation, by by fundraising, by money, by this way, by that way, whatever you can do. So like for example, very often like you can see like you know like Palestinian people sometimes there's so much suffering. So no doubt you cannot fight the people who are who are wrongdoers. It's still is obligatory upon the Muslims to help them as much as they can do. So helping the wronged people as much you can do, it becomes obligatory. So Khadir al-Islam has no power to go and fight the king. He cannot fight them. But what he can do, he can't help the wrong people. You know, as much he can do, so at least the people. This also makes very clear that the way of the Prophet Messenger is not to make a protest and to make the people to fight the wrongdoers. That's you see, Khadir al-Islam, if he knows that this king is wrongdoer and it takes every boat, you know, by force, so then we should protest and we should fight the you know, king. He does not do like that. And Musa does not say to him, let me fight, let, let, let us fight, because that is not from Allah Taala. So try to understand this thing properly, that you know you are not allowed to fight someone if you don't have proper power, and if you are not ready for that. But in meanwhile, you, have, you, are, you should actually do anything that you can do to help the wronged people. The people who are affected, you should help them. So here Khadir al-Islam, no doubt certainly, is helping uh, you know, these people, these, these poor people. Is it clear? Now, second story. As for the boy, his parents were believers. And we were offered that this boy will cover them. Means it will cause for them.
Ja, ovak te morate izde. You know, the story of the boat, there also one advice, from, one wisdom from Allah Taala for the people, that whenever you see any harm in your property, which you did not cause, but happen without your intention, without you causing it, then believe that there must be some interest from Allah Taala in your property. Whenever damage happens to your property, any loss happens to your property, they don't lose your patience. Sometimes people you know, lose something, sometimes thieves come and they steal something, Sometimes something else can happen. So in that matter, what you need to suffer. There must be some Allah has some benefit in it. You don't know. Like for example, these people, their boat have been damaged, but this damage actually was for a purpose. They did not know. Here Khadir has done, but generally this is done by angels. So sometimes you can see the property, some loss in your property, some damage in your property, something in your house, sometimes rain will come and destroy many, many things. Like for example, you know, like in India these days, you know, there's so much sun and heat. And so much damage happened. Now there are so much rain, and because rain, so much damage happening. So people should know really when this is happening. No, certainly it is a result of our action. But also for the people who are pious and good people, Allah Subhanahu Taala will create some good for them from that. So whenever any damage happen to your property, any loss for the property, don't lose for your passion. Lose your passion. Always think Allah Allah Subhanahu Taala will make something good for me. Like uh, you know, Sheikh Saadi Rahmanullah Taala. He went to pray in, in the mosque and he left his shoes on the door. It always happened then, you know, in the mosque, especially in the South Asia, when you leave your shoes behind, somebody will come and steal it. It's all the time that people were careful in Nazar Tulalama, it's a big madrasa. But we used to have, you know, slippers or sandals for the mosque different from the one which you use. You know, something rough, so nobody can steal it. And somebody I've seen in the, in the mosque of Nazar he had very nice shoes. He put one pair of shoes in one place and then took the other one somewhere else. So I said to him, why are you doing this thing? He said, because the thieves don't steal one pair. They steal both of them. So I put them to different places. They cannot steal. You can see even the mosque of Nadratul Ulama, where all the Ulama students, still people fear. And I remember once I got a very nice sandal and very, very expensive. And I went to a mosque in Bombay and I lost it. Just I came after prayer, it is forgotten. How quickly it goes. So this damage always happens. Sheikh Sadi Rahmanullah, he left it. He shoes outdoor. And when he came back, the shoes were stolen. So Sheikh Sadi said, thank for Allah that my shoes are gone, but my legs are still with me. You see? So these are the people need to thank Allah SWT. That you know, shoes are gone, but legs are with you. Allah SWT could have caused a problem in your leg. Your legs would have gone or some damage could happen. So always, whenever some damage happens, always understand there must be some hikmah. Some wisdom from Allah Taala. You don't know really. Allah Taala wants to save you from something, and sometimes people discover this thing very, very late. So believers never, never should lose the patience. That was sabr basically means Allah knows you don't know. Allah controls you don't control. You know you did not want your things to be stolen, but Allah Taala made it happen. Don't worry. Wait for the right moment. You will know the the answer for that. So this is a lesson for in, the, in that story. Now the second one is Ammal Ghulam. As for the boy, his parents were believers. Fakhashina, so we were scared, we were afraid. Now he says Fakhashina, we. And before said Fakhashina, I. Why Aratu? Because that was damage. Why Khashina? Because, you know, Omur Takwini, I mentioned, the natural matters. They basically are related sometimes to the angels, and sometimes they are related to Allah SWT, and sometimes they are related to both of them. You know, when Allah, when Allah brings the rain, 
Sometimes you can say, you know, the cloud brings the rain. Because cloud comes with the command of Allah SWT. So sometimes to angels, the angels are the one who carry the cloud. Sometimes Quran comes, the angels bring the rain. So sometimes rain is related to clouds. Sometimes rain are related to angels. And sometimes to Allah SWT that we bring the rain. Reason is because Allah is the commander, He is the real doer. And these are means, you know, used by Allah SWT. So he can relate to any of them. So sometimes you say we, because he relate to all of them. So Khadir al-Islam is acting basically as the power of the taqween, the natural power. That was that why he said Fakhashina we. The meaning is not me, meaning is all the powers, all those which are used, me, angels, all those, not Allah here. We cannot say Allah because Allah does not fear. Allah does not have khashiyah. So Allah cannot refer meaning in those who are used by Allah, those who can't employ it, like angels and like, like Khadir al-Islam himself. Fakhashina, to be very afraid, that this boy will cause them, uh, you know, difficulty and burden in Tughiyan, rebellion and kufr and ungratefulness. When he grows, he will become kafir, unbeliever, ungrateful, and he's going to rebel against his, his parent. That was our fear. فَأَرَدْنَا أَنْ يُبْدِلَهُمَا رَبُّهُمَا خَيْرًا مِنْهُ زَكَاةً وَأَقْرَبَ رُحْمًا Then we wanted. In the first case, the story was فَأَرَدْ to I wanted. Here, فَأَرَدْنَا we wanted. Because it is related to all those who are used. Khadir, angels, maybe Allah SWT himself. أَنْ يُبْدِلَهُمَا رَبُّهُمَا That their Lord changes them. Gives them in the place of this boy something better than him. Here it comes, Ayyub Dela Huma Rabbu Huma. Because Ibadal only happens for Allah SWT. So he wants to make very clear this happening from Allah SWT. To relate the matter to the real doer, Allah SWT. To Arada, he relate to the all the who are all the people who are employed by Allah SWT. But real action, a good action, it is pure good to make, to give a boy who is better than him. Such a pure thing. That he wanted to relate to Allah SWT alone. So when it comes something faulty, something bad, uh, relates to himself. When he wants to tell something about good, then he relates to Allah SWT. We wanted that their Lord gives them, these two parents, better than him, zakatan. Zakat means purity. And a good character, purity of the heart, purity of the mind, a believer, a son who is better than him in zakat and purity. وَأَقْرَبَ رُحْمَ and better than him in the softness of the heart and careness of the parent and love of the parent. Ruhm means the one who takes care of the relation. So Allah SWT wanted something like that. That's why we did. Now from here you can learn that these are two qualities which parents should think to raise their children on them. What they are? Zakat and Ruhm. Because this boy was not like that. He was bad. Allah SWT now wants to give the parent a boy which has, you know, he is more pure and he is nearer in to take care of the relation. The meaning is when you raise your children, make effort that they are raised with purity of the heart, purity of the mind. They don't have jealousy. They don't have hatred. They don't have greed. You know, they, you know, if the mind is pure, their heart is pure. But at the same, same time, they take care of the relation. They listen to the parent other relatives, they are good to them and to their brothers, to their sisters. So these two qualities are very important 
while to take, keep in mind when you raise the children. One is to lose the zakah, the purity of the mind, purity of the heart. And second, the that they should be good in the love and affection and taking care of the family. Okay, now we have time for, for the break. Uh, so I start here, inshallah. And if you have any questions, please ask, and then inshallah, we will continue after the break. Okay, inshallah. Any questions? Um, could you explain once more why in IIT1, when he's talking about killing the boy, he uses we, whereas that's also a negative action, um, similar to in the previous ayah where he uses I for the ship. Jesus explained that a bit. So, I had mentioned when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends a command, so sometimes command is related to him directly, mm-hmm. he is the one who sent the command, and sometimes it is related to the people who are carrying out the command. Okay. So, they can, one can be two. So, for here, like I, like I mentioned, like you know, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the rain, so sometimes in the Quran, say Allah brings the rain, because he is the one who sent, who is the real, who is the doer, sometimes it comes up, the angels bring the rain. Because he, they are the one Allah SWT commands them and they do. Sometimes it is related to the clouds because it comes through the cloud. So similarly, when Allah SWT commands a killing happens, somebody dies. So no doubt how many people are used. And just are used because they are the take the death, the death soul, and the person who caused the killing, he also involved in this part of the matter, like you know, Khadir is involved and also the angels. Khadir is the angels. Because it involves more than just the ship is just a hole, whereas here the soul has to be taken and, and more. It's meaning it because when a killing happens, yeah. it's not only Khadir who does, okay, yeah. Khadir and angels both do. Okay. Generally, by angels, in this case, Khadir has come. Because this example, generally, when people die, children die every day, yeah. they die because, in, by angels. Here, actually, angels plus Khadir. Okay. Yeah. You know, this thing, or keep in mind, the because in this I have seen really many, many people, are, uh, you know, especially Sufi literature, they make Khadir such a mysterious thing. What Khadir has done, uh, no properly, nothing unusual. Whatever he has done, every single thing what he did, it happens in this universe every day, every moment happening. The only difference is, it happens through the angels. Here Allah SWT has made human being to do this, to teach. Otherwise, this keeps happening every day. The children, are, children die, properties get damaged, you know, and people actually get something good, some benefit, they always have to keep happening, nothing new. People's property always damaged. Like, in, see, sometimes crops are damaged, something houses are damaged, children die. So, whatever Khadir has done, nothing is new, nothing is unusual. This thing in this world, every time keep, time keep happening. And Allah SWT wants to teach you why they keep happening. That way the story has come. Otherwise, Khadir did not do anything new, nothing unusual. just wanted to ask the question about obviously the, the three examples which have been mentioned um, the, uh, the wisdom behind which I understood is to put your trust in Allah and just trust the wisdom behind whatever happens or whatever damages we see but in terms of keeping the patience uh, surely there should be a limit to the patience because obviously I mean you can't just carry on being patient 
how would you determine the limit to the patients generally in life? I mean, not necessarily related to these examples. If you obey Allah, then part of the obedience is also to be patient. Why there is need? Ongoing. Then you, because sometimes some scholars say that there is a limit to the patients. And you should be able to identify that where uh, you should take maybe I, action I, I, I against. Quran does not teach that. Quran says that you know, all the time patient. There is no limit for patient. You know, sabr is a good thing. Why you want to have a limit for this good thing? Sabr is where people do sabr allies with them. So do you want to limit Allah's company with you? When you do sabr, you know what happens? First thing happens, inna Allah ma'as sabirin. Allies with those who do patient. So is it not a good thing? Let Allah remain with you. You don't choose a difficulty with you, but it comes and remain firm. And, and if you want to limit what you can do anyway, it is not your choice. You know, problems don't happen because you choose them. Problems happen because Allah wants them. That's what all teaching is. Damage to your property happened not because you, you have no choice anyway other than the suffer. If you don't do suffer, what you can do? Tell me, if people say there must be a limit, okay? You don't do suffer, so what will happen? You're going to lose yourself. If you listen to Allah, Allah is going to help you. If you do suffer, Allah is going to help you. If you don't listen to him, then what you can do? Do you have power? You have no choice, no choice but for a human being except to do sabr. If they do sabr, Allah will bring good, good result. And if they think, no, we should do something, what you can do? Nothing. Between the limits of the suburb and to being a coward, because obviously sometimes you can be so patient, then you turn a coward. No, no, that I mentioned like suburb is not a weakness. Try to understand properly. Suburb is the bravery. Suburb is a strong thing. Suburb basically means when Allah's command comes to hold yourself, do suburb. It has no limit. It is good quality. Suburb is not a bad thing. I mentioned like suburb is not weakness. Weakness is a different matter. Weakness basically is when people are lose the bravery, they don't have courage for anything. That's not sabr. That basically is like a cowardness or weakness or something like that. Sabr is bravery. Sabr is you obey Allah and He commands you to be firm, to hold your position where you are and don't leave your position. That's a big thing. You know, that's not weakness. That's bravery. Assalamu alaikum, Sheikh. Uh, related to the sister's question, um, I've heard people say that sabr can be passive. And it can also be active in the sense that sabr does not always mean that if you are being a victim of something, say for example, domestic violence, you just don't be remain patient, but you also take some action to solve that problem or come out of that problem. So is sabr different in different contexts? Actually, the thing really is that people means that you do not understand the thing from the beginning. I said very clear from the beginning. You know, what people need to do is, uh, what the Surah is teaching you, do what Allah commands and then be firm. That's what sabr means. So when you have a problem, Allah commands you to follow certain procedure. And after following the procedure, be firm on that. So when you are hungry, you know, follow the procedure and if you still don't have food or feel less full, be firm on that. When you have problem, domestic problem, then follow the procedure. Make a soul, talk with everybody, reconcile complain to the right authority who can help you in all those things and then after that be firm. You know, try to understand properly from very beginning I emphasize that the whole thing actually is obey Allah and be firm. And obedience of Allah means he has taught you the right procedure. Follow the right procedure and then be firm. Sabr is not to, not to follow the right procedure. Sabr does not mean that you are hungry and sitting here and I want to do sabr. It is sabr. Sabr does not mean that you don't do anything. Sabr is action. Sabr is and sabr is never passive anyway, to understand properly. Those who teach the sabr is passive, they are wrong. 
Sabr is always active. Sabr is actually always action. Sabr is doing something. Sabr is not something happened by itself. Sabr needs, Sabr is fi'al, it is not in fi'al. In Arabic, when we say fi'al means when you do something. It is not that something happened by itself. Sabr only can happen when you do it willingly. Sabr does not happen without, uh, by itself. So try to understand properly. You know, this is a really big mistake. From the very beginning, I made very clear the Surah is teaching you two things. Al-Amal Salih and Sabr. Al-Amal Salih means obey Allah and follow the procedure properly. And then after that, don't worry about the result. Wait. Do Sabr. Be firm. That's what Sabr means. It's not that you don't listen to Allah SWT. If you, if you slip down, if you slip fall down, you just line up, no? Stand up. Do sabr. It does not mean that you lie down and do sabr. This is not sabr. Follow the procedure properly. If you fall ill, the right procedure is go to doctor. Like for example, in this case, Qadir and Musa, they are the biggest example of sabr. They come to the town and they, they are hungry. They ask the food. So they follow the procedure. This is the procedure. If you don't have anything to eat, then buy by money. They don't have money. The right procedure is what? To ask someone. They follow the right procedure and then after they, they don't get what they do, they go to steal, do sabr. To try to understand properly, the surah is teaching you two things, al-amal saleh and sabr. Al-amal saleh means obey your Lord and follow the procedures in a made clear by him properly and then do sabr. So it is not that you just sitting there doing nothing. And, there, and uh, sabr is never, never passing. Sabr is action. Sabr is fear. Sabr, you do something and then you go to your father. Sabr is really bravery. That's why Allah says, Inna Allah ma'as sabri. Sabr is saying out of choice, not out of compulsion. Because sometimes people are forced into a situation where they don't have a choice, they, just to be patient. Where, so, I mean, if I am trying to be patient out of my choice, that's my courage. But if I'm forced in a situation where I don't have a choice but to be patient, so they, these are two different types of situations. You always have choice for patience, sabr. Sabr never comes by force. Sabr comes by choice. Sabr never by, never by force. For example, if somebody, you know, wrongdoer, he comes and, you know, he wants to do, you know, uh, bad for you, know, all those things. You have choice to complain to the people, to curse, to protest, you know, to do all the, so many ugly things. You can do abuse. You can do many, many things. You can do, you lose your passion. You can be angry. Like, like Yaqub al-Islam, his son has been taken away from him. So, you know, he does sabr. What he does? He does not complain to the people. He does not run here and there. He cuts to his Lord. He does suffer properly. You know, he, he, he chooses the suffer. Suffer always comes with the choice willingly from you. It is actually one of the best actions that people should do. Suffer is, you know, one of the greatest virtues. It comes by your choice. People don't, losing the patience is very, very ugly. It makes you ugly. When people don't do suffer, it becomes, becomes very, very ugly. They complain, they abuse, all the time complain. When you meet people like that, all the way they have nothing. Some people have problems with their jobs. Whenever you meet them, long stories. So, you know, it's it not sabr. It's it not sabr. It is basically, they have no sabr. Sabr is, you are in this condition, but and I can actually, I can do all these bagly things, but no, my Lord has commanded me to wait, to be firm. Sabr is always action, always doing willingly. Sabr is virtue. Sabr is not weakness. Um, you try to understand, actually, the Quran is full of the sabr for all the messengers of Prophet. Prophet Sallallahu all the time, Quran says, وَلَيْرَبِّكَ فَصْبِرْ all the time, Quran keeps saying, Quran says, Ya Yudin Amanu, Istayinu, Bissabr, Wassala. All the time, Sabr actually full in the Quran. Every messenger. The Sabr is living. Quran says, Inna Wajanna Sabira. Good quality. We found him Sabir, firm. Sabr is action. Sabr is never facing. 
somebody is doing something, somebody is actually trusting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his promise, somebody is knowing that Allah has knowledge and Allah is the one who, who has power. That's what it means. Sabr only can happen when you trust in Allah's knowledge and Allah's power. Sabr is actually basically that we cannot do everything. Allah does. That's why Allah says, Inna Allah ma'as sabirin. Jazakallah khair, Sheikh. I just wanted to know your views about um, the, the question that's commonly asked about uh, the boy uh, whom Khadr uh, killed. Um, I mean, he would have become bad, but then he never got a chance to grow up. He would have grown up into a bad person and uh, be um, a source of, uh, you know, fitna for his parents. But then he never did. He, he got killed before that. So I just wanted to know how you would answer that question. But this thing must have to do with this boy. This every day. It's your question, not only about this story. Your question about all the boys who die. The same thing. All the boys who die before they become adults, the same thing? No, no. Why? Because uh, with this boy, we know that if he would have lived, uh, he would um, have turned out bad and then be a source of fitna for his parents. You know, we have to understand. That's what we have been doing. Death has many, many causes. Okay. When Allah Allah made the children to die, you know, he's the one who made them die. This is one of the causes that he commanded Khadir to kill. It's the same theory, nothing, nothing different. All the boys who die before being adult, exactly the same thing. Then I try to say in the story of Khadir, there's nothing new. Every single example that happened here, it happens in the life every day. First example is the damage of the property. People, people always have lost in the property. Second is about their family, about the soul life, that also always keep happening. People say infant, child die, children are bored, they die, it always happens. What Khadir has done, Allah that does every day through the angels. In this story, he did through the Khadir to teach Musa Islam. Simple thing. Otherwise, every single thing done in the story is done every day. The question not only about Khadir, question basically is generally about all the children who die early. Then the question. And the answer for that is, simple answer for that is, La yusalu amma yafal wahum yusalu. When he does, you can't question him. It's Allah does. You have to just be patient. Why he does? Because otherwise, you know, the problem will be that the story of Abu Hassan Ashari and his teacher Abu Ali al-Jubbai, Abu al-Jubbai, the great Mu'tadili, and Abu Hassan Ashari was also his student. Abu Hassan Ashari said, one asked, once I asked my teacher Abu Ali al-Jubbai, Mu'tadili, that there were three brothers. You know, one of them died as a believer, good pious person, and one of them died as an unbeliever. And the third person, boy, third brother, he died as infant. Before being adult, he died. So what will happen? So Abu, Abu al-Jubai said, the one who was a believer, he will go to paradise. And the one who was unbeliever, he will go to the hellfire. And then the one who was, you know, infant, he will have no place. No, you know, there, there, there was, you know, in a place which is not between two places. So then Abu Hassan Shari said, what happens if the young, the, the boy who died as in early age, and he was infant. If you ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, "Oh my Lord, if you, you know why you put me in this place? If you have given me life, I would become my elder brother, like elder brother, and got paradise." So Abu Ali al Jubai said, "Allah would say to him, No, you don't know. If you had grown up, you could have become like your other brother, and then you could have got to the hellfire. I look in your interest." So Abu Hassan Ashari said, "Then what happens if the second brother said, Oh Allah, why didn't you look in my interest? You know, if you would have made me die when I was infant.'" Then I would not have gone to, to the hellfire. Then Abu al-Jubai had no answer. 
there no answer the simple thing is in this world Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala caused all the problem we can see benefit but we cannot comprehend his wisdom it's impossible for anybody to come that's why he said la yusalu amma yafalu wa hum yusalun when he does nobody can question him and people are being questioned he just simply want to teach you then when the problem happens be patient he knows his wisdom better there must be wisdom but we don't know he knows you cannot question him so this thing actually why I am emphasizing because I know many many tafsir and I also know what people teach really. I don't want to criticize people but that's why I am emphasizing from the very beginning. Anything that Khadir has done, nothing is unusual. What Khadir has done in this life every day keep happening. The only difference is that when it happens Allah SWT does that through the angels. In this story he used a human being for a purpose, for teaching purpose. But it is exactly the same thing. Every day young boys die. Every day damage to happen to property and every day people get some benefit from somewhere. Every day keep happening in their life. The same thing, nothing new in the story. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please support us so we can continue to bring you world-class content at www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org forward slash donate. And please don't forget to subscribe to deepdean.tv for more Islamic studies content in HD videos. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.